Welcome to Grant and Hope's podcast, where we explore themes around the prophetic and the supernatural. As staff at the International House of Prayer in Kansas City, we desire to equip the saints for the work of ministry in the power of God. Hey guys, we are looking at the nine manifestation gifts of the Spirit, and this time we're looking at the gift of discerning of spirits. This gift is one of the most common manifestations of the Holy Spirit that my wife and I hope receive. We experience physical impressions and revelations, feelings, we sense things, we perceive things. Oftentimes we just know things without knowing how we know. And this experience and way of receiving revelation is its actually uh, talked about quite a bit at Bethel where Hope and I both lived for a couple years. They call it and we call it the experience of being a feeler. And what, what we're talking about today is related to discerning of spirits and I believe this is describing a level of discernment of spirits gift, which is ultimately for the edification of other believers. It's supernatural discernment of spirits as to whether the Holy Spirit, angels, the human spirit, or a demonic spirit, and its specific nature is at work in a situation or atmosphere. So Hope and I, we're, we're called to helping equip the saints for the work of supernatural ministry. That means that we... We want to help believers everywhere experience His presence in greater measures and help them to hear His voice more clearly. Uh, We are going into the nine manifestation gifts. So with today, discernment of spirits gift, we want to just begin this time with a quick refresher uh, from Scripture of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7 and 8. So it reads as follows, verse 7, The manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But the one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Now, We're going to be talking about discernment of spirits today, and what we need to remember specifically with this gift is that it's an endowment from the Holy Spirit that is supernatural. It's not just something natural that you just find in your own personality or your own Enneagram profile or Myers-Briggs or something. We're talking about something completely different than that. We're talking about moments in time where the Holy Spirit will literally impart His presence and power with us, through us, for a manifestation given for the profit of others so that the the body of Christ would be upbuilt and helped in some way. So let's talk about discerning of spirits. What is discerning of spirits? Discerning of spirits is a gift given by the Holy Spirit which enables a person to instantly discern between the spirits of God and evil spirits and human spirits. It is not human intelligence It is not experience and it is not ability. It is directly from God. It is not fortune telling. (laughs) You'll be able to tell evil spirits like satanic spirits in Matthew 24 verse 24. Satan is able to deceive Christians so we need to have a gift that actually helps us to know what is the truth and what is the source. Seducing spirits are talked about in 1 Timothy chapter 4 verse 1. The Bible warns that we should try the spirits in John, 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. So discerning of spirits 
Is God or the Lord Jesus Christ revealing to you information about the presence or non-presence of spirits, both including the Holy Spirit or demons or angels, sometimes identifying the identity of demons present, whether or not you may cast them out and providing the power to do it? So let's talk about uh, just some examples, personal testimonies of how I encountered discerning the spirits manifestation in my own life and just give some examples that I find are pretty common. Oftentimes, and, and I want to make sh- make this clear from the start, there with discerning the spirits, it's not just discerning like negative demonic things, but it's actually grace from the Holy Spirit to discern what He's doing and what angels are doing and what the Lord's doing. And oftentimes I I found this, I've stumbled upon this where sometimes I'm I'm just out and about and I'll I'll encounter I'll see, if I'm talking to somebody, I'll see God's glory in their eyes. It's really hard to describe. It's it's actually something I perceive, and I don't know how I'm perceiving it, but other than that I say it's a grace from the Holy Spirit, is discerning the Spirit's gift, is but I can see like a beauty and a light or like a glory that is like right in people's eyes or right right behind their eyes. And, and on the flip side of that, sometimes I can see that there's, some people's eyes, when I look at them, they're completely black or dark. And that represents to me uh, definitely like deep pain or they could be demonized. Uh, it really depends on the, the every person would be different. And it, I'd have to ask and pray about wisdom for discernment to know what it was. But usually I'll, I'll either encounter that. There's a flip side and there's a glory side. I. Uh, what we're talking about today is is kind of the experience of what people call like being a feeler, being a perceiver, a sensor, or a seer, which is someone who kind of, they perceive revelation from the unseen realm with all five of their senses. And for example, sometimes I'll see, uh, you know, if you stare at a light bulb and you close your eyes, there's almost like an after image, an after glow in, in your eyes. It's like a bright, glowy light. Well, sometimes I'll see... Uh, flashes of light that are very similar to that experience but I haven't been looking at the sun or looking at lights you know what I mean so it's actually I I see angels sometimes as flashes of light that look very similar to that just small little flashes like you know it's very easy to miss sometimes and sometimes on the flip side I'll see little like demonic black things uh and that is also a manifestation or example of discerning a spirit's gift. You know, sometimes uh, it's pretty common why get gut level impressions that are in sync with different pictures or movies that play in my mind. So it's almost like discernment of spirit's gift works for me as a form of revelation where it's the Holy Spirit who's giving me an impression in my gut at a gut level and I actually have pictures or impressions in my mind that uh, are in sync with it as well and and the only way that I know that these are true is like I actually test it out or the circumstances uh, are concluded and I find out that it was right that it was the Holy Spirit that was showing me those kind of impressions so those are just some personal examples that I've experienced discerning of spirits uh, but let's go deeper into defining what is discerning of spirits Discerning of spirits is the ability to discern the spirit world, especially to detect the true source of circumstances or motives of people. Now, the motives of people is something like, uh, 
Hope and I have found, like even in our own life, like sometimes it, the Holy Spirit will show you people's motives, just like in Acts 5 with Peter knew Ananias and Sapphira. That's an example of uh, discernment of spirits is being able to tell people's motives. And I, we just through experience, I found uh, that this gift seems to uh, happen quite often with me is I, for some reason at a gut level in certain situations or circumstances, I, I can just know people's motives and be able, be able to walk them through a process. And it's, it's interesting how that works. But let's go more into discerning of spirits definitions. Discerning of spirits as seen in Acts chapter 9, verse 3 through 8, and Acts 16, verse 16 through 18, it's insight into the spirit world. It is to discern or perceive a spirit or the spirit realm, both good and bad. It is not called the gift of discernment. It is more than psychological insight or pointing out people's tendencies and faults. That's really important to remember. It's a supernatural power to detect the realm of the spirits and their activities. It implies the power of spiritual insight, supernatural revelation of plans and purposes of the enemy and his forces, but also insight into what the Lord is doing and what his angelic hosts are doing. So discernment is God-inspired identification of unseen spiritual realities. We receive it by hearing from God. All discernment is based off of perceiving from God the variables of good versus evil in any given person, place, thing, or situation. And the good news is that we can apply discernment to every single area of our lives. All of heaven can be discerned as well as the things of this earth. So with discernment of spirits, we need to remember that this is a gift that can come and go and we can receive it in the same way. It is a gift used to discern the Lord Yahweh, the Father's presence, and the gift of discernment of spirits allows us to discern angels. So the gift of discernment of spirits helps us discern the source more and more accurately. He helps us to clearly define the source, the spiritual source of things. So the gift of discernment of spirits is a communication gift from the Holy Spirit to let us know what the heck is going on around us in the spirit realm. <laughs> it's discerning the spirits is a relational gift through which the Holy Spirit makes us aware of our own spiritual atmosphere and our environment around us. So when people talk about the seer realm or seeing in the spirit, what it's important to know about this gift is like they're really describing one of the ways that this gift can function. This is how I found in my own life that this gift is actually functioning in the similar way of when people say that they're seeing in the spirit, it, that's actually what they're talking about, the gift of discernment of spirits. That's really important to remember. So when someone operates in what we see continually, is we call that like a seer type and a seer realm orientation and, and they're being active in that area, it means that one is more prone to receive the gift of discernment of spirits. So if everything operates through faith, you have to come... You have to have faith to come into God's presence. So you need faith to actually operate in these gifts. So if you want to see God's glory, this is what discernment of spirits gift activate in your own life. You become aware of his glory with this gift. And you're even more likely to have visitations of Jesus. You're more likely to have visitations of angels. And more likely to have God encounters in different and various ways. So the more that you entertain the person of the Holy Spirit, all the gifts of the Holy Spirit are more activated and empowered in you. And the residue of his presence stays with you for days and days. And then you can see more sharper, see more longer. And God encounters in more of his nature is around you. So discernment of spirits is primarily a gift through which the prophetic ministry must function in. It is fundamental 
it's very fundamental that we first discern the source of spiritual revelation. We don't just receive just every single prophecy and every single revelation, but we actually, you know, much of what is called discernment today is really nothing more than suspicion. So this root, this often has its root more in self-preservation and retaliation than, than in the love of Christ. So we need to have true discernment that's rooted in love, which Paul describes in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 4 through 7. We will only have true spiritual authority over areas for which he has given us uh, his love in. And only when we are ministering from the foundation of his love will our discernment be true. So the gift, this gift of discernment of spirits imparts divine discernment to know if a prophetic message is from the Holy Spirit or from a human source or even a demonic source. Just look at Acts chapter 5 verse 3. Discernment is greatly needed in the church today to hear the voice of the Lord clearly and to know when defilement is attempting to enter the assembly. You know, it must often have been difficult to be sure whether a man claiming to be a prophet should be should be believed or not in the first century. And that's why in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1, it says every believer must test the spirits because false prophets can be many. And the ability to distinguish between spirits shows that to some were given a special discernment in this matter. The expression may be wider and include discerning demons, and our ignorance of the circumstances forbids us to be dogmatic about the issue. So the manifestation of discerning of spirits is necessary if men and women of God are going to deal effectively with the spiritual realities of this fallen world. There are many spirits in this world, including angels and Holy Spirit. Nevertheless, because of the spiritual battle that rages around all of us, the most important aspect of discerning of spirits is dealing with the demonic forces of this world. You know, what I found is one of the definitions in the Liddell and Scott's Greek lexicon is decision by battle, quarrel, and dispute. Thus, the Greek word for that's found in discerning of spirits can be much more than just discerning. It has the overtones of quarreling or fighting. And since discerning of spirits is a total package of recognizing spirits and dealing with them, God places this gift in the power group of manifestations of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. The manifestation of discerning of spirits is interwoven with the other manifestations. Let me give an example of how this works. You know, a believer manifesting discerning of spirits may be simultaneously aware of the presence of a demon, and he may he or she may know what to do about the situation and may begin to command it to come out of the person. Receiving the information about the demon and knowing what to do is similar to and interwoven with a message, a word of knowledge, and a, and a word of wisdom, while the casting out of the demon can be in the category of a miracle, even as a healing can be a miracle in Acts 4, verse 16. Every Christian will encounter demons, whether he recognizes them or not. And what, how awesome is it that one of the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, it, what a great blessing and comfort to know that God has equipped us with how to deal with any demon that comes against us. Ephesians 6 verse 12 says that we wrestle with demonic power so it is written to every Christian. Therefore, every Christian, I believe, can manifest discernment of spirits. The gift of discernment of the spirits allows the believer to distinguish between counterfeit spirits and the Holy Spirit. The exercise of this gift is important because Satan tries to replicate any work of God's Spirit for his own evil ends. To discern the spirits requires that we know the Holy Spirit and that we are filled with Him and that we know how not to grieve Him. Proper discernment of spirits helps Christians to be courageous in danger 
and calm in crises. This gift also helps Christians to recognize brothers and sisters in Jesus and not be fooled by false professions of faith. The highest use of this gift is the discernment of God, the ability to recognize Him whenever the circumstances in which He is working. So just to talk more about discernments of spirits, it is a revelation from the Holy Spirit about the source of a particular thought, word, or action, whether it originates from the Holy Spirit, from a demonic spirit, or from the human spirit. And this gift has multiple purposes. Sometimes it is connected to prophecy, much as tons and interpretation of tons have a, you know, compatible relationship, complementary relationship. In this case, discernment of spirits helps the listeners, especially other prophets, to discern whether a message is truly from the Holy Spirit or not. Another use of the gift is recognizing when an evil spirit is at work in or with someone. Yet another use relates to distinguishing between noble purposes and innoble purposes motivating someone's actions. In the later case, in the latter case, it does not involve a demonic spirit, but a wounded and needy human spirit rather than a wholesome, healthy, mature human spirit. So sometimes you may just be discerning someone's immaturity, not necessarily a demon behind every situation and circumstance and under every bush. A biblical example of this gift occurred during Paul's mission in Philippi when a slave girl began to follow Paul and his companions day after day, crying out, These are these men are servants of the Most High God who proclaim to you the way of salvation. What she said was doctrinally correct, but she was disrupting Paul's mission. Her cries may have well distracted or scared off the people he was trying to evangelize, so Paul did nothing for several days, just perhaps to make sure that his discernment was accurate. But finally, he turned and said to the Spirit, I command you in the name of Jesus to come out of her, and it came out that very hour. As with all the other gift, it is possible to grow in discernment of spirits by taking steps in faith. Any revelation we think we have received from the Lord should be shared only with great sensitivity and respect for the person to whom we are ministering to. We must allow that that person has the freedom to either confirm or reject what we share. That's just some pastoral advice right there. But let's go into more scriptural examples of the word and all, or sorry of discernment of spirits. It means to discern and recognize and distinguish between. Discernment is a form of direct perception, whereas knowledge is the impartation of fact. Look at Hebrews 5, verse 14. It talks about discernment can be cultivated by the exercise, by the reason of use of spiritual senses. So it may come as a vision. Example, you may see spirits in the form of animal creation, or the Holy, like the Holy Spirit came as a dove in John chapter 1, verse 32. Or unclean spirits may be seen as frogs in Revelation 16, verse 13. Sometimes discernment of spirits gifts can take the form of people seeing, seeing people as they are spiritually, crooked, unclean, with features of Satan, etc. Most often is it a spiritual interpretation of what the of what the normal senses show. So there's different uh, very various classes of spirits that can be discerned. We've already mentioned some of this. That you, number one is the Holy Spirit. Number two, good angels. Number three, fallen angels. Number four, evil spirits or demons. And number five, human spirits. So discerning of the Holy Spirit, that's seen in like when John the Baptist discerned the Holy Spirit upon Jesus as a dove in John chapter 1 verse 32. Or the believers in the upper room could discern the Holy Spirit as tons of fire. 
in Acts chapter 2, verse 3. And there's a general need to discern the Holy Spirit as he operates through gifts and ministers in the church. There's uh, discerning of angels in like Luke chapter 22, verse 43, an angel appears to Jesus in the garden. Or what about the time when Mary saw two angels uh, in, near the grave where the same time that Jesus rose from the dead in John chapter 20, verse 11 through 13. Or an angel appeared to Paul on the ship, Acts 27, verse 23 through 24. Those are all examples of discerning of spirits, discerning of angels. Discerning of human spirits, examples biblically are when Jesus discerned a guileless spirit in Nathanael in John chapter 1, verse 47. Or the time that's really good to mention is when uh, Peter discerns the wrong motives of Simon the sorcerer in Acts chapter 8, verse 20 through 24. Or Paul, remember this, Paul discerned a spirit of faith in a lame man in Acts chapter 14, verse 8 through 14. Discerning evil spirits, that's Jesus discerned. They talked about in Matthew 9, a dumb spirit. In Matthew chapter 12, there is a spirit of blindness and dumbness. In Mark chapter 9, there's 17 through 27, there's a dumb and deaf spirit causing epileptic seizures. And Luke chapter 13, a spirit of infirmity causing the spinal curvature. And in Acts 16, there's a spirit of divination. Literally, it means a spirit of python. So, let's look at a little bit of some biblical commentaries on that I found with distinguishing of spirits. This gift of discerning of spirits allows an individual to recognize whether an utterance from comes from God or an evil spirit. Alternatively, it can involve the ability to distinguish between good and evil spirits, whether the spiritual activity being encountered comes from God or demons. So to discern a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit, this literally, literally means the separating of spirits. The NIV and the ESV both have distinguishing between spirits. And the, the New Living Translation's expansion of to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit presumes that this gift is somehow related to the concern of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 3, and that it is an exercise, it's exercised in a worship church setting. So the gift of prophecy may relate to distinguishing of spirits is in that is it apparent that prophetic insights may sometimes be incongruent with one another, implying that one is right and one is wrong, or one prophecy on its own may be so outlandish that it is questionable. Both instances would require another gifted person to discern the genuine message from God and recognize an inauthentic one. So that's one of the functions of this gift. That this may or may not mean that someone with a wrong message is a false prophet, only that he or she may have made a mistake in that uh, specific instance. So distinguished of spirits helps recognize if people were off with prophetic words and if they just missed it and that's that's okay distinguishing between spirits is a special ability to distinguish between the influence of the holy spirit and the influence of demonic spirits in a person's life those who claim to speak under the spirit's prompting could be mistaken and so god also gives gifts of discernment to the christian community to help them you know let's go into some of sam storm's commentary on the ability to distinguish between distinguish between spirits this is what sam storm says i really love what he says here once again i'm inclined to believe that this is the ability to distinguish between what the holy spirit does and what another spirit demonic or even perhaps the human spirit does 
Not all miracles or supernatural displays are produced by the Holy Spirit, whereas all Christians are responsible to test the spirits to see whether that they be of God in 1 John chapter 4, verse 1. Paul has in mind in 1 Corinthians chapter 12 a special ability that is fundamentally intuitive or subjective in nature. The spiritual gift of distinguishing of spirits or discerning between spirits is probably a supernaturally enabled sense or feeling concerning the nature and source of the spirit. So here are some possible instances where this gift of discerning of spirits is in operation. In Acts chapter 16, where Paul discerns the power of a certain slave girl is in fact the demonic spirit. In Acts chapter 13, verse 8 through 11, Paul discerns that Elymas the magician was demonically energized in his attempt to oppose the presentation of the gospel. This gift of discerning of spirits is also in operation when a person is able to discern whether or not a a problem in someone's life is demonic or merely the consequence of other emotional and psychological factors or perhaps a complex combination of both. People with this gift are often able to detect or discern the presence of demonic spirits in a room or some such location. Remember in Acts chapter 8 verse 20 through 24, Peter is said to quote unquote see not physically, but to perceive or sense that Simon was filled with bitterness and iniquity. It would seem that Jesus, remember when Jesus exercised something along the lines of this gift of discerning of spirits, when he looked at Nathanael and described him as a man in whom there is no guile in John chapter 1. And in John chapter 2 verse 25, it is said that Jesus knew what was in a man. Was this a gift of discernment? or distinguishing of spirits? I can't think of another spiritual gift that is so desperately needed in the life of the church today. Consider the many instances when it would prove immensely helpful to know whether or not a sin or an addiction or the breakdown in a marriage or a display of what appears to be mental illness is the work of sinful choices or biological factors or emotional wounds from an abusive past or even perhaps the influence of a demonic spirit, or perhaps even some combination of them all, that's where this gift shines. That's where this gift of discerning the spirits is most helpful to discern the source. So let's talk more about just, I want to share just a personal testimony of from Bob Jones describing discerning the spirits. And the way that he describes it is, uh, kind of like a seer gifting. So I just want to go into that just a little bit. Here's some quotes from Bob Jones that I feel line up with what we're talking about with the gift of discerning spirits. So this is what Bob Jones says. He describes, As a seer, you can move in all five senses, all five realms, and because of, because of that, you are more discerning. A seer prophesies by all five senses, and so the seers move in stronger discernment. So what Bob is talking about is that God communicates with you through your senses. Think, think about Hebrews 5 verse 14. By reason of use, you're able to discern. And what does this look like? Well, this is what Bob says. There may be times when you hear a prophecy and a bad taste comes into your mouth. Your taste is discernment. That is discernment. This isn't God. But other times when you hear a prophecy, you start tasting gold. 
Whenever I taste gold, I know, man, that's it. I want to get all of this. It's God communicating with you through your senses. And it takes longer to mature with discernment, with to mature as a seer than it is to become just like to grow in the prophetic because all five senses are involved. So you have to learn how to discern your feelings because there will be times when feelings come to you in ministry and they're not your feelings. And if you take them personally, you won't be active. So what he's saying is you got to learn to use, uh, to discern this discernment of spirits gift. You got to realize that not all of your thoughts are your own thoughts and not all of your own feelings are your own feelings. So you got to like set your emotions, your soul apart to God, like literally sanctified it, give it to God and cleanse, like just, just cleanse the slate and say, Lord, these are yours. I know that I've given myself to you. So speak to me with my five senses and then just allow the God, allow God to show you things because when you come into situations, like what Bob was saying, there's feelings come to you and they're not your feelings. But if you take them personally as your own, if you take on your these your own thoughts and your own emotions that they're not even yours, but you're just discerning that in a room or from a person or a situation, they're going to shut you down and you're going to feel trapped. But you got to realize going into the room that those aren't your thoughts. Those aren't your feelings. And th- let me read on with what Bob was saying about this. The one thing the church is taught against is against feelings. But that's where you as a seer someone that moves with discernment of spirits are the most accurate. You can take on how other people are feeling and know exactly how to minister to them. You can move right into their living room, so to speak, their minds and see what the problem is. You can feel what the person is feeling, depression, self-rejection, joy, anger, happiness. You can feel where they're coming from and know exactly what to go for as you pray for them. So the seer, someone who moves in discernment of spirits, is really strong in deliverance ministry. The seer, the person who moves with discernment of spirits, can see what the what the people need to let go of in the past. They can tell them what the Lord is saying to them today, and they can declare what the Lord is offering them tomorrow. You can go right into the person's minds and see where the pain is coming from and what is still affecting them and controlling their lives. So seers, people that move with discernment of spirits, can help people forgive, usually themselves, and help those people clear out their minds and invite the Lord into those places. So a seer, someone that moves consistently in discernment of spirits, can knock on a person's front door, so to speak, come in and visit with, with that person without even saying a word. A seer, a person who moves with discernment of spirits, can feel the strongholds of a town. If you enter a town and feel lust, you can know that lust owns that town. If you feel depression, you can know that it's a depressed place. When you come in there, you'll take on the feelings of that town, that country, or a person, whether they are good or bad. You'll know where there is self-rejection because of what you feel. If you're ministering to somebody who has self-rejection, you'll feel it coming at yourself, and you must never take any of these things personally. One of the strongest things to minister to is spirits of self-rejection. Suicidal spirits come through these spirits. As, as a seer, you will feel these things. As someone who moves with discernment of spirits, you will feel, feel these things from others. If you think they are coming from yourself, you will be totally unprofitable. So you need to have all these senses sanctified, given over God, and be able to tell yourself that 
hey, this is not me. I am not in self-rejection. I love myself. I can taste and see that the Lord is good. So you can discern what's going on uh, through your senses. And that's what kind of like what Bob was describing. I find that very helpful. Very, very helpful. Um, one of the most well-known discerners that I can think of uh, just here in his testimony is uh, Chris Valentin. He's got a book called Spirit Wars. I highly recommend that book. Uh, another person from Bethel that uh, this this kind of topic would be good to suggest is uh, Don DeSilva's book, uh, Shift in Atmospheres. Another book is uh, from Benny Johnson. She's also from Bethel Church. She's got a book called The Happy Intercessor. These are where... Uh, those are just three books off the top of my head that have been helpful with giving language to this kind of stuff. Um, but discerning spirits, yeah, it's such an interesting gift. It's I, I can't tell you how helpful it was for me when I first heard from Chris Valentin say, not all of your thoughts are your own thoughts. Not all of your own feelings are your own feelings. Sometimes people with prophetic giftings, sometimes people that the Lord, you're filled with the Holy Spirit and you start you got to know like the Holy Spirit can speak to you with other people's thoughts, emotions, uh, ideas, and, and just sensations. Like y- you can experience that and it's not your own thoughts and you're not crazy, but it's actually a manifestation of the Holy Spirit sometimes, you know. I'm not saying every time is, but it, it can be times of the Holy Spirit releasing his power to show you for eventually for the upbuilding of the saints. And... I can't tell you how freeing it was for me to realize that. And it it just as just knowing more about discernment of spirits so helped me realize that I'm not crazy, that this is really a gift from God, and it helps me just discern to know what's going on in the unseen realm. And it helps me to put my heart trust in God and to lean into him. And actually causes me to lean closer to him because I, I want to know what he's saying and what he's doing in regards to whatever has shown to me. The thing to remember is uh, that I also found most helpful is what I learned from Chris Felton is a lot of times those thoughts or those feelings, they come in the first person. So they come as your own thoughts. So that's the that's the tricky thing about discerning uh, some of those thoughts and feelings is they come on you as your own feelings and in the first person. So they'll be like, well, why am I feeling depressed right now? I, I like, I was just happy all day and I was just normal and at peace. But now like I walked into this room and I'm feeling depression. Well, you got to ask the Holy spirit, what is the source of this? You might see that it's a person in the, in the waiting room at the doctors. Who's it's that person in the corner who's actually depressed and their marriage is horrible. And the Lord's, allowed you to see that so you can pray for them. And um, that's just an example. But just just know, number one, not all of your thoughts are your own thoughts. And number two, they usually come to you in the first person, whether it's thoughts or even pictures, uh, movies in your mind, so to speak. So those are some things that I've found very helpful in regards to this gift in my own life and personal testimony. So, Well, thanks for tuning into this time of discerning of spirits gift i hope that these descriptions these scriptures commentaries and even personal examples were helpful for you while talking about the discerning of spirits gift 
But I want to just end this time in prayer. Lord, I thank you for this gift of the Holy Spirit, this manifestation of your power that you have not left us as orphans to try to figure out the spiritual realm on our own, but you've come to give us clarity because you are the spirit of truth who leads us into all truth and that you are the one that gives us the insight, the revelations to know what the source is, to know whether it's from you or from the enemy or just from the human spirit and out of immaturity. So Lord, we thank you for the gift of discernment of spirits. I ask that for everyone listening, that you would increase discernment of spirits gift. I'm asking that you would touch our senses, all five of our senses, Lord. Sanctify them for your own kingdom, for your own kingdom purposes, for the expansion of your kingdom, Lord. I ask for an increase of discerning the Spirit's gift. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please give us a rating on iTunes and feel free to share with a friend. Our ministry is made possible through our financial partner team. If you feel stirred to give, you can do so by using the link in our bio.